Hey listeners, welcome back to Small Town Moms and Suitcases with Carol Suki, and we are back um, with part two, Leanne De Palma, and we are talking about the somatic effects of stress. So here in this part two, Leanne, why don't we go into what do you do when you when you have pain, uh, whether it's a chronic pain or just something that, again, as we discussed earlier, wasn't a direct impact or injury to your body and just pain pops up. Absolutely. Yeah. So the three areas that I try to generally, actually four areas that I try to really pay mindful attention to, um, number one is obviously my diet. I don't think people mm-hmm. play, pay under, enough attention to the gut and the gut's reaction to the brain and vice versa. You know, uh, we live in a society now where a lot of our nutrients are stripped in our food, right? we got to be very mindful yes. about that we're shopping on the outside of the grocery stores and not down the, the processed food aisles. Because um, a lot of the times if we're not feeling great, we need to stop and think about what are we putting in our bodies because that's, that's usually number one. So if I have something going on, I'll be like, what did I have this week or this in the last couple of days that could be contributing to it? Right. Um, another really important thing that I pay attention to, and I, I'm, this is not, this is something that I read in the book. Uh, if you guys know Mark Manson, he wrote the book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Um, he really mm-hmm. lays it out in such a way that it's clear and easy to understand. And that one of the parts that I like that he talks about is that my problems are not unique and they don't need some, you know, special divine intervention because they're so unique from everybody else. I think what happens is we get so in our heads that we think that we are alone in all the problems that we have when in actuality, everybody around you is either experiencing some form of what you're dealing with. And what that that does is it gets you out of your own head. It gets you out of your own way. It it stops you from being narcissistic. Yeah. Um, And and thinking that your problems are bigger and, and more important than other people's. Um, and it just puts you things in perspective. It's like, God, like, what am I doing? Like, I, I, okay, I have a bill to pay. So does every single person around me right now, you know? Yep. Okay, money's tight this week. Guess what? There's probably tons of people around me who are, are dealing, especially in this <laughs> in this financial sure. moment, You know, it's, so it's like, you know, I have this headache that I got to deal with a couple of days. You know what? When I go to work, there's tons of people that are dealing with it too. So it just, when you put mm-hmm. things in perspective and realize you're not as unique and your problems are not as unique as you think they are, that's really helpful. So thanks for Mark Manson for helping me understand that. <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, it also comes down to, um, I know everyone heard this, has heard this before, but gratitude is one of the most powerful thought processes that you can spend time paying attention to. You know, so when I stop and I think about all the wonderful things that are in my life and the things that are actually going well for me, the people who love me, the people who are supporting me, the exciting things that I have planned coming up in my life. You know, even yeah. if I had $5 in the bank account, I still had $5 to do something, you know. If I only had a cup, you know, I, if I when I open my pantry, I know that there's there's some food there for me to eat. You know, that just, that helps. You know, so taking time yes. to sit down. It, it, and when you have gratitude, it literally changes the chemistry of your brain. It does, because just like just like you said just before, you know, everybody has problems, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody does, and it you know it's, it depends on how you deal with them. And the same way everybody has problems and stress, everybody also has something to be positive about. Exactly, you just can't get so consumed by the problems. I mean, and but at the right. same time, you can't beat yourself up when you have those thoughts that. You know, oh my God, I'm I'm worrying about stuff again, and I'm so self righteous. You, you're going to go through these waves of thoughts, yeah. and that's another thing that Mark talks about in his book is that when you, these thoughts come in, you're you're meant to feel them, process them, 
you know, and then maybe get to a place of gratitude, which helps you kind of settle yourself out again. So there's like, it's a combination of things that you think about. But I think the other really, this was probably the hardest thing that I had to do, and I'm still working on it, but I find it is getting easier, is the power of forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And when, and that means forgiving every single person who has ever wronged you in your life, right, right from the very beginning. Even that that yes. stupid kid in the class who stole your pencil and then blamed it on you know on other people. But mm-hmm. for some reason, <laughs> you know, you have to take time to forgive every single person. And I and, and I'm quoting Dolores. There's lots of people out there that will say, "Well, I can't forgive that person. You don't know what they've done to me." Right. And Dolores would say to them, "Is well, it doesn't matter anymore." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's in and the past. It's in the past, and all this is doing is continue to to contribute to the chronic illness of what you're experiencing today. So, so it's going to take time, but you sit and you, you, you say the word, she has a beautiful prayer that you can actually look up and read about. Like, you know, we tried, we really tried. You go your way. I go, I go my way. I release you with love. You know, it's a beautiful mm-hmm. prayer. And you just kind of sit and you, and you let that happen. And you kind of start to let the anger go because a lot of our illnesses are deeply rooted anger. For sure. We haven't finished, we haven't right. finished processing or, or even, even begun to process. Um, so those are the three things. Just get out of your head that you think that your problems are unique or different than anybody else's. Mm-hmm. Gratitude. Take some time to be grateful for all the wonderful things that are happening and are going to happen in your life. As I, mm-hmm. as there's, I, now I'm quoting Steve Harvey. There's nothing that you've never gotten through, you know, that God hasn't pulled you through oh, or good. is currently pulling you through now. You'll get through it, you know, and then you got to have the time to give forgiveness. And you'll just keep working on those three things as hard as they are, but you know, when you re- want to do that work and you, you want to stop feeling sick, then put the hard mm-hmm. work in. Yeah. And be mindful. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, living with it is hard too, right? So you're choosing your hard. And that's exactly what I'm saying. It's like, which difficult do you want? Do you want the difficultness, yep. the physical pain that you have to deal with? Or do you want to start dealing with the emotional pain? You know, exactly. and, you know, the, and women are actually really good at this as, as sitting and we'll talk about our emotions. We'll sit and talk about what's going on in our lives. And that is, that is incredibly special that women have that with each other. And mm-hmm. I don't think enough women understand or realize the therapeutic benefits it is to sit and let us let things out of our body by talking about it and releasing it and allowing our bodies to heal and our minds to heal. Because when we have these horrible thoughts in our head, they don't stay there. It's an energy that transfers into the body. And that's why you have that elbow pain or that's why, you you know, it's transferring back and forth. So having a moment to sit with your best friend or your mom or even coworkers. I know we've all sat at at work in times and just. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Because we needed somebody to listen and out it comes, but we feel so much better. And I'm really driving to try to get something more for our men who just, you know, stiff upper lip, walk it off, you know, don't be, you know, be strong man up, you know, all these, these terrible things. And that's why we also have to worry about our men and our boys because yes. that be strong is being passed down from father to son, every generation. And, and I see it in with my, my family. And I know there's lots yep. of other moms that are watching it with their sons and fathers. I and can vouch for that. Absolutely. Especially in, and we talk about in organized sports, that's where I see it the most. So mm-hmm. you know, it's, it'd be, that's why, you know, going back to the Elysian festival, we have a whole section about, uh, for those who don't know, we have a festival happening this summer, um, and it's specifically around all the natural ways to heal that are, are that have been around for centuries, and our, our great-grandparents and our ancestors have used these natural ways before Big Pharma came yes. along and tried to fix everything, and we're just going to get back to the natural roots of healing and, and community and, and hopefully help our boys and our girls and our, 
our moms and our dads and all these wonderful things. There's going to be a lot of stuck energy that's going to be released into the earth that day. A very <laughs> dense, dense energy that we have sitting in our bodies. But I, like I said, this festival is going to be absolutely penetrated with spirit energy, I think, that weekend. And I, I, as I mentioned in my first uh, interview with you, it's like we, will, we won't be coming out of it the way we came into it. We will be feeling absolutely. different, sensing different, talking different, connecting different. And I'm really excited about the ripple effect that it's going yes. to have when we all start feeling better and how that affects the people around us. And then that trickles out and then that trickles out. And, you know, maybe we really did start a movement and everyone's just feeling that little bit better and life is worth thriving and not surviving through. For sure. Yes. It's all about thriving and not just surviving because a lot of people just survive each day. Just and that's not... Yeah. That is not the best quality of life that someone can be living. And, I said, and that's what I, what I like about this festival and about the conversations that you and I are having on this, this is that I encourage people to go out and find a holistic approach. You know, go find that Reiki person. Go find that crystal healer. Go find that meditation teacher. You know, these are people who I think for the longest time have not been legitimized in their, their business and their work. You know, yes. they've been considered like nuisance to legitimate medicine, but there is obviously reasons of why they've been around for so long in this form in all the cultures, because there's something there. There's yeah. something to take out of it. So like I said, I hope this festival also helps put a place on, in people's minds, the legitimacy of, of this, of the energy work um, and the holistic approach to healing. So exciting about it's that. It's so big. Mm-hmm. What do you, what would you say, Leanne, to someone who thinks that they don't have time? It's easier to just pop a pill and as they're do, going about their day, they could just, you know, let it do its magic, quote unquote, and just go about their day. What can yeah. you say to someone who says, I don't have time? Oh gosh, I would say um, when someone says, whenever I hear someone say that they don't have time, what I'm hearing is that it's not a priority. Mm-hmm. That's what I hear. Mm-hmm. It's just not a priority in your life right now. So eventually, I, you know, we can't, we, that expression is you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Um, I was that person. I was that person mm-hmm. for the entire, like, time that I was raising my kids. I didn't, I didn't have time because I was a mom. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, it, and then, you know, what the universe is going to do is it's just going to kick the door open and then you're going to be faced, face to face with it. You're going to be faced to deal with it, forced to deal with it. And that's what happened to me. I got forced to deal with it. And now it's like, now it's a priority. Because I uh-huh now it's like and if people just realize there's a difference between meditation and mindfulness meditation is the actual art of going into a trance or trying to go into a deep state mindfulness is just being mindful of what your thoughts are and if you just sit for five minutes a day you mm-hmm. will hear what your body has to tell you you mm-hmm. will hear what your mind has been trying to tell you but the noise has been canceling it out and when you start to have that wonderful mind-body relationship, you will hear the answers that you've been looking for of how to heal and what you need and what you need to explore in your life. 